0: a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 through 8. Welcome to the Kingdom Misfits Podcast, where we talk about biblical topics and culture through the lens of scripture. Our goal is to deepen our understanding of God's word through wrestling with scripture and renewing our minds. I'm David. I'm Mike. And all right, everybody, welcome back. What's
1: up? What's up?
0: Happy New Year. We're starting off a little late in our podcast, getting into February. Starting off 2022 has kind of been hectic. I um, had COVID as of Christmas, and I was sick for like three weeks Mike's been busy over here working graveyard shifts, so we've had some scheduling conflicts. But we're back in the we're back in the podcast studio and ready to bring it to you for 2022. That's
1: what's up. That's it's been a while.
0: It's been a while. Um, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Can you believe it? You know, 2021 is over, and thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been an interesting year, and and this year started out pretty interesting too. And our prayer is that you are now in a better place spiritually financially and physically than you were last year, right? We right. we hope that you're you're making some progress and going forward and not backwards. In today's podcast, we want to start the the year off right and our first episode off right. And we're gonna be focusing on reflecting on 2021 and where we're at with this podcast. We're gonna discuss how to set goals for 2022. We're gonna talk about developing better habits for 2022. And then we're gonna end it with some tools you can use to set yourself up for the best year ever. So, Mike, let's take some time to reflect on our 2021 failures and successes, as I know we both have really stepped outside of our comfort zones and had an interesting year. So, Mike, what, what do you say? Tell us a little bit about some of the reflections that you have for 2021.
1: Well, let's see. One of, one of the main things that I could say is um, one of my goals was to uh, be consistent. And this podcast and doing the Daily Audio Bible, uh, leading that group and you know, just that consistency really. It, I, I did something finally. Good. For the first time in my life, Good. I could say I, I completed something. You know, I, it wasn't a hundred percent, but it was pretty dang close. Yeah. You know, so I, I, that was a that was a big uh, achievement for me. Uh, was to to grow in that in that way and kind of develop that that muscle memory of okay, I got to, there's something I have to do. Whether if it's writing down uh, something, whatever it is, just writing something down. Right. Good. Good. In the journals that that you that you have uh, gifted me with and stuff, <laughs> so I always make sure I use those.
0: Handing them out, handing them out. We need to come up with a with a Kingdom Misfits podcast journal. Yeah, I think so. I take some that's notes what, while you're listening. That's what's up. Yeah. What else? So, what would you say? Um, you, you said you were being consistent, and I think that's a form of habits, right? Yeah. So, what would you say was one of your biggest successes of 2021? Honestly, probably my marriage. You know,
1: I, I really saw my marriage grow in this That's last awesome. year, you know, and it was it was a focus. Uh, it was uh, it was something that that I knew I needed to get better at was, uh, you know, being a better husband to to my wife. So seeing seeing the growth between my wife and I um, in our in our marriage and also as a, a spiritual couple, you know, putting God first and what we do and and growing spiritually together, uh, that was Uh, hands down probably the the best thing that i've experienced in the last year
0: nice and what about let's say what about a failure what's an area that you felt like you you either dropped the ball in or you might have just fell flat in 2021 my marriage your marriage okay so it's all it's all about those relationships (laughs) these things my biggest success and failure yeah man double-edged sword
1: you know what it is it's like when when you have a goal right and, and you have something that you're achieving you're gonna and you go hard at it and you be real like be honest with yourself and be real and you go hard at it you're gonna fail hard right yeah so i think a lot of my my big mistakes i made you know in uh last year or some of the things that i wish i could have done better all that stuff was uh stuff i, I wish i would have done in my marriage because i think as a father I, I think i'm doing pretty good and in my work i think i'm doing pretty good so i, I think i hit the check marks Uh, and everything else but when it came to my marriage I was lacking so much the previous years you know and and all this stuff you know everybody knows my my testimony and everything and and what I put my wife through Uh, so leading up to this year last year one of my goals was to to get closer to her and uh, to put her first and everything else and I really tried at those and I did achieve a few things but I missed a lot of marks, you know. Hold, she, hold, she, hold <laughs> on, hold on, hold on.
0: So, so again, let's get some context in here. How long have you and Jill been together?
1: Uh, I think we just celebrated our seventeenth year, seventeenth year wedding anniversary, and we've been together for nineteen years.
0: See, th- listen, folks. <laughs> he's talking about nineteen years, and he's still making progress. This isn't this isn't no newly wed couple. Nah. <laughs> you know, they've been together a while, and that and, that, and I think that is awesome. Continue. Yeah.
1: No, and, it, and, you know, so, so my wife, she knew I was working on this. This is something we talked about, right? In well, 19, I hope you would after 19 years, bro. <laughs> well, this, this is another, <laughs> another thing is something that I just learned recently, like in the last two years, was uh, communicating with my wife. Amen. I never knew how to do that, you know, and I never, uh, I was always afraid of conflict, and I was always afraid to get her mad, and, you know, all the uh, stuff, but in reality, that's what is needed in a marriage communication is key oh it's big and so uh, in doing so uh she she kind of well in in our in our terms what we would use like she threw up layups for me right so i could i missed those layups <laughs> 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 she, she said a few times she's you know she was like she she like like she uh, the bait uh, halo was you know out of the house and stuff and she's like hey let's um uh, let's let, let's go do something or whatever. I'm like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this, and and like that's you know. You missed, like, it. I you missed, missed it. it. I missed it. I missed you know. So stuff like that, you know, I feel like I, I, I failed big time at that stuff, you know. And but it's it's good. It's good that you fail because you learn. Yeah. As long as you're learning, you know, it's 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 always good to fail. And so uh, this this coming up year, I hope, uh you know, that's going to be one of my one of my main focuses is is. Uh, Catching those alley oops and making a highlight reel, you know, dunking what I dunking mean? <laughs> it backwards, just boom, yeah. boom,
0: shaka laka.
1: So, yeah, oh. that's the uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, that's that's for me right there.
0: All right, so for all of you ladies who are listening to this podcast, there's still hope for your husband <laughs> or your boyfriend. Mike's got it, he's got it 19 years and he's in it. Yeah, <laughs> no, hey, I'm, I'm proud of you for that, man, right? Because ma- marriages just aren't linear. You know what I mean they just are they, they just don't go on a the line. There's a lot of ups and downs in that. Oh. And and for for you know a lot of marriages some folks will be with to be together for like 40 years and not even know each other apart from the kids if they have them. Right. Right? It's like kids move out the house and you're like who is this person? They don't even know each other. Yeah. And and I think as 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 a godly man, it is our responsibility to to love our wives and learn how to love our li- how to love our wives. Right. I mean we don't have any excuses. I mean it's it's in there. It tells us what we need to be doing yeah. and how we need to show up. But for a lot of us I don't think anybody's ever taught us that.
1: Yeah, and I think this goes hand in hand to what we're talking about too because when you make a commitment, right? Marriage mm-hmm. is a commitment. It is a commitment. And it's uh unification. You know, it's a covenant. And I think today in today's world we see when times get hard all you do is just hit the reset start over new go somewhere else find something else or you just
0: crawl into a hole and you just leave it there yeah you don't do anything
1: exactly when you when you become uh when you make this commitment nobody at least as far as i go and i'm sure a lot of other people are this way too but nobody really told me what a commitment really meant right you hear the word i didn't know what it meant i've never experienced what commitment is or what it what it is you know what it looks like i didn't know i just thought it was you know i thought marriage is um saying i do and then um uh, making babies and then getting <laughs> up and going to work you know and then coming home and eating dinner that's what i thought marriage was
0: yeah you know
1: and then doing the stuff that i love to do still and everything else like and in my mind the commitment side of it was me just being there but it's so much more
0: yeah and it's and it, it it hits different when you're present because when you're present you're engaged right you're, you're with her your you're, your mind's not on work it's not on tv it's not being in the garage it's actually being present and you bring up a good point and and it just hey let's go back to genesis with it right where he says this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man and this is the key part Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Right. We crave a woman's love. But the thing is, is that when we get them, we think that's it. Right. It's like, yeah. hey, I got this. You know what? I married you. That's all I got to do. I'm good. I can coast. I don't need to pay attention to you. I got you. And that's not how it works in a marriage or in a relationship. Right. right. And so that's something that we got to work on. I'm proud of you for that. You know. And then it's also manning up and under to the mistakes that we make and and acknowledging like hey i'm not paying attention to yeah. you and yeah well
1: let's be proud of my wife man she's the one that put up with me for the last you know 17 years it was pretty tough for her man so
0: mike's still here uh, and he's alive folks he's here. alive thank you exist, for not definitely. killing mike <laughs> Joe. we appreciate that <laughs> nice anything else you want to share in terms of your 2021 reflections nah man i
1: just uh i think my growth and. Christ has just man, is the the is taking over my life, which I love, man. And and I've the last few years I'm like I, I always said, you know, I, I'm I want to be in love with Christ. I want to fall in love with him. I want to be in love, right? And when you say those words, when you pray those prayers, you better be careful and better understand what you're praying for. Yeah, what are you asking for? Because that is a commitment. Mm-hmm. That is dedication.
0: And yes. requires change.
1: Exactly. And it's not just the, uh, uh, I want to get closer to God and uh, because he's blessed me here and there, and, and I want more blessings. It's like, no, I want to get to know him. I want I want to know, you know, I, I'm, so my growth in, in my walk has been, I mean, that's that's the second positive thing of last year that I, I mean, I went through some hard times, mm-hmm. you know, I went through some breakdowns, uh, you know, last year that that kind of refocused my vision. You know, I think sometimes God needs to break us to remold us, and mm-hmm. that process mm-hmm. of breaking, I think that we are afraid of it, and I think that a lot of us are. Um, it, it's unfamiliar, unfamiliar territory, right? We're we're not we're not used to being broken, and so when we break, we we panic and and we get scared because it's like we're not sure what's going on we don't we don't and then we don't trust right Right. we don't trust and so we get scared and we we, one or two things happens either you you give up and quit and, and you crawl away and and just live your life broken or you trust the process and you press in harder
0: yeah right and and again it's that messy middle that messy middle ain't no joke because you're like hands in the clay of the potter, right? Yeah. And God's got to chip away certain things from you, otherwise, you're gonna you you're just gonna have the same old relationship with God, and it's gonna be the same old going forward, moving back, going forward, and moving back. And I'll be honest, that's exhausting. Yeah. I mean, that's been most of my my walk with Jesus has just been going forward and going back. So I I know a lot about failing in my spiritual walk, and. I think the closer you get to God, the harder it is. It, it doesn't get easy. I mean, I'm expecting like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm supposed to like, there's supposed to be this amazing peace that's overflowing over me or shielded around me 24-7. And it doesn't really feel like that. It feels like I do have joy. I do have peace. But the attacks that I get, whether spiritually or, or just in life in general, mm-hmm. they hit differently. Right? It, it like, it's like geared to take you out and make you question, doubt, everything God does in your life. I, I think for me,
1: when, when I found God's peace, when I found Jesus' peace, it was uh, letting go. Because the worries that I've had in my life have kept me up all night. Anxiety. You know, it it just, it it was destroying who I was. It wasn't allowing me to grow because I was worried about everything, worried about this, stressed out about this, and uh, I'm not getting this done, and I'm a failure, you know, I'm this, I'm that. There was a moment last year that I said, you know what? If I'm going to call myself a Christian, if I'm going to call myself a Christ-like man, then why am I worried? Why, why am I afraid? Because God has anointed my steps. God has already planned out my life. So why am I not trusting? Like, what's the issue with me? Right. You know, and it became a heart issue. Now I started looking at myself like, okay, like, let's deal with this stuff because I don't want to live my life this way. I don't want to live it, it, with anxiety. I don't want to live like uh, out of anger or being frustrated because, you know, things don't go my way or this doesn't happen this way. Or, uh, uh, I feel like I'm not qualified for this or this, whatever the case may be by allowing myself to, to think those thoughts Mm -hmm. and to, to be in that state of mind. All it does is handicap was handicapping my growth with Christ. And once I let all that go and I, I, I honestly became free in Christ. uh, I don't have the Anxiety anymore. Yeah, I have my breakdowns. You know, I had a breakdown yesterday mm-hmm. You know what you and I talked about before we started recording and it, it's just it's it happens And, and I accept it and I and, and God taught me a lesson in it. I saw the lesson I learned my lesson and that's I, important, you know, know, it wasn't just that I, I broke down and because the you know The negative thoughts started. Oh, you're stupid. Oh, you're not smart enough. You're not gonna provide for your family You're a loser like these thoughts were going through my mind and I literally I was sobbing because I failed. And in that failure, God was like, You no, you're missing it. There's a lesson there. And I wasn't, you know, and I I, I uh, on my way here, you know, God was speaking to me and, and I learned that I, I saw the lesson. I saw it. Good. You know, Good. And, and I recognize it. And now I know what I need to do. Yeah. You know, and I'm and I and I trust and I have like I honestly driving down here. Uh, I got an email saying, you know, they extended my 30-day... Uh, car warranty? Yeah, my car no. warranty. I finally <laughs> signed up for it. And they found me. They called you? <laughs> no. Um, you know, they gave me an extension on my test, you know, 30-day extension that I could retake this test and um, and stuff. And so right when I got that email, I, I, anxiety started. I'm like, this is my last opportunity. And then, like, I started feeling that, like, you know, getting hot and, like, heart started racing I was like what am I doing man I'm like you know what it it, it is what it's going to be because God has has always provided for me so mm-hmm. what am I worried about and I know what I need to do
0: you got to look at that and I think that, that's a sign of spiritual maturity isn't it it's cuz it's like when we have these breakdowns and and God, Mike we were just talking earlier I think men there's something out there that's that's attacking us and separating us, I we I just feel it, and I see it in a bunch of men around me. It feels like we're we're just we're, there's just something going on. I can't put my finger on it, but we're seeing a lot of men go through some stuff and falling, man. And and we're also looking at the women in our lives, and they're over there, and their groups and there. They they're doing spiritually strong, but we got to step it up, right? But here, here's my point: when, when when you're starting to grow spiritually, when you're connected, and you're starting to to, to connect with Jesus, right? When you start breaking down and you have those moments, it doesn't make you want to leave your faith. You have some doubts. I think it's natural to have doubts. Mm -hmm. But you can still say, man, I'm going through it. This sucks. But I'm firmly rooted. God, um, I'm angry. And you express it however you lash out, right? Everybody lashes out differently and, and reacts differently. But you can get back to center, right and and and, and you're and you can get back on that boat even in when the water is is, is going up and down and it's shaking and and it's unstable you're still in the boat and you found it on the rock you know what i mean and and i think that's important because when you are not firmly rooted anything the wind can blow and it can knock you off course and you can leave your whole faith or you can just spiral out of control yeah and
1: one of one of the uh, so yesterday when I had my breakdown, right. Mm -hmm. Um, I I noticed the way my family reacted to me and I saw the, I saw the, the love and frustration in my wife's eyes. Right. She, Mm -hmm. she, she felt I, the way she looked at me, she felt like she wanted to fix it, but obviously she couldn't. Right. And, and so when my wife went to go pick up my daughter from, from the boys and girls club, um, I'm a, I'm sure she told her what happened, and my daughter's reaction was a testament to, or what they say you'll you'll see your fruit of your loins, right? Mm-hmm. First thing my daughter did was she came up to me, and she had a list of encouraging Bible verses. That's so sweet. you know what I mean? That's awesome. And it's like, man, that like, I was I was I was at that point. I think a lot of us get to like. We 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 feel like we should and have the right to be sad and pity and cry, but how can you have a bad day when, uh, when your when your daughter comes up to you with Bible verses to encourage you, you know, like that's her first reaction, and you're like, man, you know, my wife and I, we're doing something right.
0: Yeah, that's when you can say, as for me and my household, we'll serve the Lord. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. I want to talk about some of my reflections as well, and and for me. 2021 has been a year of growth in a way that I truly re- believe that's been more impactful than in the past five years for me, you know, and in this podcast specifically, like one of the biggest areas I've made in just putting myself out there in the world on social media. I mean, it took me five years. Five years to do what we did in 2021, and that's just to hit record and talk. You know what I mean? How bad is that? Right. You know, all that fear of, hey, what, what are they going to think about you? What if you say something stupid? What if nobody likes it? And you know what? Nobody cares. I mean, we're, we're a small podcast. We got a few listeners, which is awesome, and, and, and we're growing, which is awesome. But it's like I, I I made this one step out to be like a big, giant monster, a big, giant hill. And when you and I talked about it, we're like, you know what? Let's just do this. Right. And we just sat down and we did it. And and after the the first two recordings, I was like, this isn't as scary as it was, you know. <laughs> and 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 so I felt I, I out of all that fear, I was like, why did I fear that? And not only in 2021, I my buddy has challenged me to to do a YouTube channel, and I was scared to do that as well. And I've always wanted to just just create videos and just put it out there, right? And and so he challenged me in this Facebook thing. He was like, you know what, I'm I'm, I'm putting a little challenge, and the thing is just. Put a video up there, something you want to talk about in a topic, and make it this long. And he's like, "Just do it." And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna do it." So I posted it on Facebook. You know, it was well received, and I was like, "I did it. I created something." Because I always made videos, but I never posted them, and always played around. And it was just like, I think the main lesson that I learned from that is, I don't care what people think about me anymore. Right. And and I'm, and, and, and to a certain extent, I still kind of do. Right. That's still a fear I have, but it doesn't hold as much weight as it used to on me. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because I look at it differently now. It's, it's not about me. I'm trying to add value to people's lives. And I was always thinking, well, well, you know, your video has to be perfect and your color grading and your sound quality, all of that has to be perfect. But you know what? And, and to a certain extent, you gotta pay attention to that. But what I wanted to do was add value to somebody. Talk about something that I'm passionate about. And instead of trying to put the put eyes on me, I put it out like, hey, I'm trying to share something and add value to somebody's life. So that was something that just really, I was really excited about what you and I have done. I mean, we have 14 podcasts um, <laughs> coming in. And I'm just like, wow, you know, a lot of them don't even make it past 10. And here we are. This is our 15th. Yeah. And then another area is is, is spiritual growth. Like, uh, you've been there with me, Mike. I mean, When we connected again sometime in 2020. You know I was mad at God like I was mad at my wife for for being a Christian and I didn't want to be one and I just wanted to and, and don't get me wrong like I've been following Jesus for a lot of years I've just I just fell into this place of I'm mad at God I don't like church I was just like in this in this phase and I've been stuck in that phase for a few years and then after you and I were talking and just seeing like how our wives we're all getting together and they were growing spiritually like my wife when i would say you christians or don't talk to me about god don't pray for me all this other kind of stuff just to kind of get under her skin you know what i mean i was right. saying that to be spiteful right like you, you damn believers you guys think you're better than everybody else and all this other stuff but it just bounced off of her it had no impact on her whatsoever it didn't it used to like piss her off but it just got to this point where she's like you know what i like she was in love with Jesus. She was in her group. When I would act a fool, it just bounced off. It wouldn't even phase her. And I saw her joy growing while me. I'm over here just bitter in life and just kind of in this, stuck in this phase. And I was jealous of that, if I'm being truly honest. I wanted that. And I just saw how she was happy and I saw how she had a group of women around her who was praying for her, lifting her up, and, and they were just growing together. The jealousy that I felt going into 2021 it was just something unreal, and then I was just like, I want that. And then after you and I got to talking, and and you spoke into my life and gave me some encouragement about just relationships, and and, and then you were telling me about your testimony in terms of connecting with God and how God brought you out of your your addictions and and changed your relationship with your family. Uh, I was like, hey, I, I might as well just get back into this because I'm missing out. I feel like people are growing and I'm just sitting here not doing it. And then long story short it was Angelica, Nanette and yourself. We all talked and then you guys wanted to start that uh, the Daily Audio Bible group, which was one of the best things that happened to me last year was just going through the Bible with a bunch of friends, right? Brothers and sisters. And in that, I just found myself growing. Um, I reconnected with scripture and I used to and I realized to the point like, when you know, when you first got saved the curiosity that you had about the word of god jesus the holy spirit the old testament new testament and all of that like when i first got saved i dived in i was all about it i remember going to joe's church you know eternal rock fellowship shout out and and (laughs) (laughs) what's up Joe? what's up joe yeah so you know and, and joe is such a teacher like he just taught us so much and he'd do these deep dives and i was all about it and then you just kind of get to this plateau over the years, and you just kind of stop growing spiritually. I was one of those guys. And I remember feeling that coming back as, as just, you know, the Daily Audio Bible took you through every book, you know, the Old, the New Testament, the Psalms, and the Proverbs. And I just started falling in love with that. And then every week when we got together as a group, we got to talk about it, and there was so much going on in there. And I, I just, that was something for me that really, really helped me connect again and it also helped me connect with my wife in a different way and we both we both got to speak into people's lives and and just kind of step into being godly men Mm -hmm. and that's another vision that i wanted for for last year is that i started growing as a man and there's this book um and i highly recommend you know if you get a chance to read it it's by jason wilson and it's called like cry like a man and he's talking about like how man we suppress everything And then one day it just kind of blows up on us and we don't learn how to how to process our emotions. And and that is something that I've always struggled with. And then in this another book that he has called Battle Cry, you know, there's parts where he's talking about the lion and the lamb. Like, you know, guys, we want to be badass all the time and we're constantly in lion mode. But we, we neglect the lamb side of it, just like Jesus was the lion of Judah and he's the lamb and and not being able to connect with that lamb side is, is something that i really struggled with and that i made some progress in in 2021 so i just those those two areas and in my relationships too right like my as a result as, or should i say as a byproduct of following jesus my wife and i connected on a different level i, I just learned how to be a good i just learned learning how to be a better husband too, and, and a better father to the kids. I'm a lot more patient with my kids, you know, and I used to be like, do what I say and do it now, and and try to rule with a, a authority, right? Yeah. Instead of at, talking to them, explaining it, and I've learned patience, and, and so that's helped me out a lot, too, and just making, I'm so intentional about writing stuff down, but the execution part has always been an area where I need to get better in, and I've just been executing and then here we are in 2022 where it's feel like you know what those those struggles that I used to have they're not as they don't they're not as powerful as they used to be and I'm making progress it's still I still I'm still a work in progress but I'm making I'm moving forward and hey <laughs> I still have a long way to go but I decided I'm not going to give up man I'm not going to give up I'm just going to keep learning and going and moving forward So with that being said, let's move on to our next topic where we're going to start talking about goal setting. proverbs 16 9 the heart of a man plans his ways but the lord establishes his steps as jesus followers we want to make sure that we honor jesus and put him at the center of our lives when we're putting when we're when we're setting up goals mm-hmm. right like not every goal has to be spiritually related everything you do you want to honor the lord right okay and and so being that this is basically our new year new you podcast uh, or episode let's talk about the value of having new goals year, in your new life. you new year new you and when we talk about goals we're talking about the object of a person's ambition or effort and aim at a desired result goals can be broken down into short medium and long-term um goals in order to reflect the different targets that you have and that you're trying to reach and heading into 2022 people start thinking about their New Year's resolutions that they want to achieve in 2022. Now, I want us to understand that a goal with a plan beats a resolution every day of the year. Right. Right? Because it's the whole New Year's resolution. It's very broad. <laughs>
1: yeah, those things are silly, man. Um, sorry if you do them, but they are. They're silly. Like, if you, I'm the type, you want to do something, just do it, you know? And so that, that leads me into um, my first point I want to make. Uh, when we're setting these goals up and stuff is um, setting standards.
0: Okay. Right? Setting yeah.
1: standards for yourself. What are you going to accept and what are you not going to accept? That's, uh, I think, a lot like we, for me, and, you know, once again, like I, I'm bringing all this because of my experience, right? So for me, I would say, oh, I want to, I want to be, uh, I want to start writing in a journal. Mm-hmm. But I never, I would buy journals and pens all the time. They're full of empty pages. He <laughs> you know? just likes to collect them. I'm like I'm to there too. Them. They look they, they make me look smart until till you open it up, right? I had to be real with myself. I had to set a standard. Like we set standards in in every aspect of our lives, mm-hmm. except for our goal settings, right? We we were like ah oh, we wishy washy or some people you know they go hard. You know those people they're lucky that they're wired that way. I'm not. So if I say oh yeah I'll do it like I have all these great ideas and then i'll get all the stuff for it and then it'll just sit there for years now i got to be real with myself i got to set a standard am i going to be uh, a wishy-washy person you know when it comes to my goals am i just going to be average am i going to be below average cuz that's where you end up you know when you're setting goals and you don't follow through with them so set a standard with yourself be real with yourself yeah you don't know, know yourself know who you are know your failures know where you succeed at so what I would do, and what I do, is write down all the things that you're good at. Write down all the things you're bad at. Write all the things, the things that you're bad at. Maybe you're just wasting your time in something that you think you want to do, but you know you're not good at. But you feel like you're kind of pressured in doing, or whatever the case may be. Get rid of it. Wipe that yeah, off. Yeah. If your it board. doesn't apply
0: to you, why are you trying to chase it?
1: Right. So make a list of the good and the bad things that you are. Write down. You know, say you have five good, five bad. Take one or two of each and really focus on those and, apply, and, and really get into detail on how you could get better at, at the two things you're good at, how to get better at the two things you're bad at, or how to eliminate those things that you're bad at. Everything that's on the bad side is not necessarily typically bad for you. Maybe you're just bad at doing it. Could you know? be. So, yeah. you know, be real with yourself. Be honest with yourself. And then write down your standards. Like, no. I, I'm, I'm not going to accept um, who I was anymore. I'm not going to accept being an average Christian. I'm not going to accept being a uh, a walk on the fence person, right? I'm not going to accept those anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be all, my yes is my yes, and my no is my no.
0: Yeah, define your commitment to it. Right. I agree. I, I kind of, I tend to look at like when we're talking about New Year's resolutions, it's like they're an open ended promise to yourself. It's like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to save money. I'm going to read my Bible. Um, and we all and, and I know it's all good intentions because everything's hyped up. It's about to be December 31st, and, and the new year's, the, you know, the ball is about to drop in Times Square, and you just want to, you're just like, you know what? I'm going to be somebody different, but have you set a plan for that? And that's where I think goals come into play because goals are specific activities that fit within your New Year's resolution theme, right? Because we create these themes. The goal is the plan to help you reach that target. So don't just go in and say, I want to lose weight. I want to be more specific about that. I'm going to talk about a framework, a very basic framework um, that that you can use to help you set goals for yourself. Let's let's get a little bit more specific with that. Say, for example, the most common New Year's resolution people have is to lose weight or get into shape or want to read the Bible, just like I said, and make more money, so on and so forth but think about it and i think gyms are a great example of that right what happens to every gym at the beginning of the year there's too many people in there right <laughs> you guys clog clog up all the machines while I'm trying to work out yeah. and then what happens 3 months later
1: Shoot, i get my workouts done in 10 minutes
0: right right cuz it's cuz they come in they've got this resolution and you're just like i'm just going to i'm going to work out i'm going to lose weight but you haven't set very specific targets and therefore you just you just kind of Going off of the motivation, right? You got your YouTube playlist, you got your Spotify workout playlist, and you're like, I'm gonna do all of these, and I'm just gonna go in there and I'm gonna be motivated to lose this weight. I think that, in my opinion, there's, and I'm positive that there's substantial data to support this, is the reason do the people making open ended New Year's resolutions to themselves and not creating a goal with a plan and a deadline to reach the desired outcome. So they're basically running on motivation, which we all know doesn't last very long or is not sustainable. And you fizzle out at everyday life and routine sets in and that you run into this resistance, okay? It's like, all right, you know what? I, I wasn't just like you were saying, right? Be real with yourself. You got to commit to it. And if that commitment is not strong or you're not, typing, you're not tying an identity to, uh, identity to that goal, mm-hmm. you're just going to fizzle out because it, it doesn't have much meaning to you. Okay, so to help our listeners out, we're going to talk about how to set SMART goals, which is a framework for goal setting, which is and it's very common. And I'm just going to go through this. I'm sure a lot of you have heard about it. If not, hey, let me be the first to introduce that to you. SMART (laughs) is an acronym that stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time bound. So let's look at that and let's look at that in the context of setting a goal. Specific means increases the chances that you are able to accomplish the goal for yourself by making sure they're well defined to determine the who, what, where, when, and why. Or even using weight loss, right? Like, hey, I just want to lose weight. I'm coming into 2022 and I want to lose weight. But being specific, you're saying, I want to lose 10 pounds because this is how much fat I got on my belly that I need to drop off, okay? So the questions you need to ask yourself when it comes to specific goals is, what's your start date? What are you specifically focusing on? How will you accomplish this? Okay, so now the M in the SMART acronym stands for measurable. So in this, you want to develop criteria for measuring the progress towards your personal goals. Remember, what gets measured gets done. So here's some questions you can ask yourself. How often are you going to do this? How often are you going to read your Bible? How often are you going to go to the gym? How often are you going to measure yourself? right? So um, what, what, what are you tracking and how will you track it? What tools are you going to use when reading the Bible? Is, is it a Bible plan? Is it a, are you listening to it? Right? Is, are you going to use uh, the weights at the gym? You're going to use bands, your TRX, right? You're going to run on elliptical? How are you going to track this? So there's a lot of things that, that you need to take into consideration when it comes to measuring it. Is it achievable? Create goals for yourself that are attainable and achievable by ensuring that you have the skills and resources to reach that goal. Is it something that you can accomplish? And like, does me saying, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in two weeks, is that achievable? And do I have the, the you know, do I have the diet, the budget for that <laughs> diet? And do I have the willpower? to? And is that even physically possible? Yeah. <laughs> right. So you get you got to you got to think about it. is that achievable? So do I have the resources, time and skills to accomplish this goal? Um, what do I need to learn in order to accomplish this goal? Maybe it's something that you got to learn. Like, how do I learn to to measure calories in calories out? Is it relevant? So align your personal goals with the overall objectives of your life. They should mean something to you. It's got to mean something to you, right? In order for you to stick with it and go through the ups and downs and and those times when you're not motivated. Hmm. Like when you're not motivated, are you going to pick up the word and you're going to read it? Are you going to pray?
1: Those are those are the what I find that, though, when I don't have the motivation or the 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 want to. Those always seem to be the best workouts or I get the best message
0: out of the Bible when I, when I find myself in those situations. It is. And I think it's because you got to fight through that resistance. Yeah. <laughs> and, and why does it work out that way, though? Right? It's like when you don't want to go. Like, there's times when I don't want to go to the group and then I show up and it's like, this was a great conversation. We had some, we were learning. Or like you said, you have the best workout or you go to work and you get some stuff done. And I think it's because you push past that resistance, which makes it that much sweeter, right? Yep. But again, you have to have a solid why. That why has to be ingrained in you. It's something that you got to want for yourself. And then the final um, the final uh, thing in this acronym, which is the time bound, is give yourself a deadline for reaching your goal to provide a sense of urgency and the opportunity to schedule the steps you plan to take to achieve the goal. So some questions you wanna ask here is, how long will it take to reach the goal? Is this a short, medium, or long-term goal? You wanna set some time some time around this. So it's like, I want to lose 10 pounds within six months, and I'm going to use a scale to track my progress in terms of my weight, and I'm going to stick to a diet, and I'm gonna use my resources to buy the right kind of food, um, get the right kind of hydration, and I'm also going to start learning um, how to lift weights and learning some tips on how to lose weight. right? So it's putting together the plan. So it's not just an empty promise to yourself. You have a plan of action to put into place. So some of the benefits of using the SMART Goals Framework include helping you focus on your desired outcomes, providing direction and creating your outcomes. They help you elevate your strengths and weaknesses and dividing larger goals into smaller bite-sized pieces. Mm. So that's being very specific, okay? Okay. Now let's talk about some areas and you and I had a little bit of a conversation about this is that now that we've discussed a simple goal setting framework that you can use for coming into 2022 next steps are to determine the life domains you want to set your goals in okay and life domains represent areas of your life that you want to improve in like do you want to grow spiritually do you want to grow physically what about financial goals or the financial area of your life what are you trying to learn how are you learning and then also, what do you want to do in your career? When you and I were talking, we're like, all right, you know what? And men tend to tend to do this a lot too. So we tend to be so um, outcomes focused, or we're like, you know, we're we're fo- so focused on work. But when you're focused on work, what areas of your life suffer when you're just focused on that? I mean, for
1: right now, in my life, you know, working uh, working the graveyard and the night swing or whatever you can want to call it, uh, it's my you know my relationships with my with my family that's, that's suffering. Yeah. You know, I'm not home. And when I'm home, I'm sleeping. And so they don't get to see husband and dad, you know, they get to see, you know, the guy sleeping on in his office, you know, and getting ready for work when, when they're getting home and I'm walking out the door, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an unwanted sacrifice that, uh, that I'm doing right now.
0: Yeah. And isn't that crazy though? We, we we go to work so that way we can provide for our family, but yet we get so focused and so driven in achieving career goals that we neglect the family in which we're doing all of this for. Right. Does that make sense anymore? Like, I mean, yeah, you know, and that's a struggle. Uh, that was a struggle
1: of mine. You know, always I was always the the guy doing like saying yes to everything and like this job that I'm doing now, I, I said yes to, because <laughs> it's, for me, it's, in my mind, it's like, uh, um, the way I grew up wasn't, uh, I wasn't the smartest or the brightest, but I was going to outwork you, mm-hmm. so, in in my mind frame, when someone asked me to do something, or if I can do it, I'm like, not only am I going to do it, but I'm going to do it better than your expectations, you know, I'm going to go, and I'm going to work, and I, I'm going to let my work Speak for itself, you know, like yeah. I have this competitive uh, arrogance of myself, I guess, when it comes to that. And and that, unfortunately, um, gets me in these situations where now my family is kind of suffering for for that arrogance that I have with uh, with
0: work. Yeah. And and that stresses the importance of balancing out your life domains. And, and you know what? I think like when COVID hit in 2020, I think a lot of people forced to take a time out. Like, had a chance to evaluate, like, work and your work-life balance and your priorities. I found myself mm-hmm. just thinking, like, wow, you know, I, I don't want to be so... It, well, first of all, it felt good because I was, I, I was fortunate enough to work remote. And I've always been the one, work, you know, my wife works too, but I, like, I've always been working. So I never really got to uh, um, take my kids to school. You know what I mean? I never got to go to some of the after school activities. And there's other stuff that I, I just didn't get to do. There's times when I got to do that, but it wasn't a regular part of my life. And then when COVID hit, I'm working from home. And it's like, you know, my wife's got a job, so she's got to get up and go. And, and I had the ability to say, all right, well, I'll take you to school. And then I could pick you up and I could take my daughter to cheerleading. I can go check out her cheerleading games. And I, it was just like, that felt good. And I was thinking like, man, it's like I spend so much time at work that I, I missed some of these important things. Like obviously for the most important things for my kids, I'd take the time off. But it was just like the daily stuff that my wife um, was fortunate enough to have. The A lot of times my wives get to enjoy with the kids. We miss out on that, right? Mm-hmm. And so that had me evaluating. COVID had, us, had me evaluating that. and And now it's like, you know what? I don't want to. I want to be successful, but I don't want to spend so much time trying to chase that where I get to miss out on the things that I actually value more than success and money. Does that make sense? Right. It's like you're just kind of rethinking life. And if you're actually putting these practices into place, you're eventually going to evaluate these life domains. So that's why that's why I'm bringing this up is that you need to look at these different areas and say, okay, you know what? I'm doing good at work. Where's another area that I could focus on and perhaps that's family or hey I, I, I'm out of shape. I need to balance that out so not only am I working focusing on my family but I need to also carve out some time to, to find to work on my health and then there's mental health and then there's also this uh, this, this growing right you want to stay learning yeah you don't want to just do go to work, come home, you know play with the kids and then just just go brain dead you got to keep your mind sharp. And that's where it comes in with reading the word, or you could be developing a skill. Um, there's so much you could be doing and in investing in hobbies. There's so much you could be doing to help yourself grow. So find a way when you're setting your goals in 2022 to balance out the different life domains that you have. Okay.
1: And keep in mind too, uh, just a side note from what you were saying is mm-hmm. to get real for a second. Um, when we're all, excuse me, when we're all on our, uh, if we're fortunate enough to, you know, be on our deathbed, we're not going to be surrounded with our boss and, and our coworkers, unless your wife and your coworkers are your boss and your kids, but you're not going to be surrounded by all the money you made. You're not going to be surrounded by all the things you bought. You're going to be surrounded with people that you love or that love you. And that's an investment. You know, I've seen, uh, unfortunately, I've seen uh, from my wife's side of the family, uh, a couple of people pass away and they pass away and nobody's there with them. Even at the, you know, at the end when they're the funeral, you know, this and that, like there's nobody there. So you you have to really... that in perspective like what are you investing in because if you're investing um, all your time in work and you're neglecting your family that's that's not what matters in life because we all we all end up in the same place nobody wins this game and for me it's going to be an honor to have my family surrounding me if i if if, you know if god allows me to go out that way um, that's that would be an honor to have all my family uh, there to say good things about me and to remember the stuff that I gave them not not physically you know the stuff I advice and, and stuff like that so when you're when you're taking these goals down just keep in mind and that's why I said be honest with yourself know who you are Set, yeah. Set standards for yourself. Being set in standards like, is one of those things where, you know what my standard is? I'm not going to allow my work to be
0: number one anymore. I'm going to learn how to say no this year. Yep, I'd agree. And I also want to highlight too is that when you're talking about getting real with yourself, a lot of us uh, have this expectation that our life is supposed to look like an Instagram reel. And, hey, I'm guilty of that, man. As um, a matter of fact, I, I, I t- I make, I'm intentional, and I've done this since last year, is that I'm intentional about taking one month off out of every quarter from social media. And then now now I'm to the point where I don't spend as much time on Facebook or, or Instagram anymore because there was a point where I was just like, I was thinking like, man, I, I keep seeing these posts because, you know, you're, you're you're in your own echo chamber when you're on there, right? So everything you like, they feed you more of that. And I was looking at these success articles and these financial ones, and it's like, you got to hustle 24-7. And then it's like, you know, if you're rich, rich people do this, and rich people do that, and successful people do this and that. And my mind started thinking like, oh, well, I'm not where I'm supposed to be, am I? Like, I don't have this in my bank account. I don't have this and this. And then I was thinking like, you know what? Everybody measures success differently. And when it really comes down to it, just like you were saying, is like, I don't want... I don't really care to live a life like that. For me, what success looks like is just having control of my time and my schedule. I would like to eventually get out of the rat race just because I want to have time with my family. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be... I don't, I don't, I don't care to be driving a Lambo or something like that. I don't care about all these material things as much as I do being able to have the opportunity to spend time with the people I love, friends and family, and go travel places and do stuff. You've got to... When you're setting goals... You gotta define the who you want to be, right? When you're talking about setting standards, what is that what does that look like for your family? Is it is it that you guys just wanna be busy all the time? Do you wanna be really wealthy? I mean, what what is what does it look like for you and your family when you talk about success and when you talk about these goals? And how are these goals going to improve the quality of life for you and your family? All right, with that being said, let's jump into our next segment where we're gonna talk about habits. Okay, welcome back. So, another area we need to talk about that is equally important to setting goals is creating habits. In the book, Your Best Year Ever, by author Michael Hyatt and creator of the Full Focus Planner, which is a tool that I use and that I have been using for like three, four years. He talks about that there are two types, there there are two goal types. There's achievement goals and then there's habit goals. Both achievement and habit goals can help us design the future we want, especially if we can get the right mix and leverage their differences. Achievement goals are focused on one-time accomplishments they might target paying off your credit cards, hitting a financial benchmark, or finishing writing a novel. It's essential that achievement goals include deadlines. Habit goals, on the other hand, involve regular, ongoing activities such as a daily meditation practice or Bible reading, Right? a monthly coffee date with a friend or your children, or walking each day after lunch. There's no deadline because you're not trying to accomplish just one thing. You're trying to maintain a practice, and that's, that's from the book, Your Best Year Ever. So a good example of achievement goals and habit goals is like this. An achievement goal can be that I want to read the Bible in a year. A habit goal would be creating a habit of reading your Bible daily to help you accomplish reading the Bible in one year. Another, uh, I want to say, prominent speaker on habits, who is James Clear, and if you get a chance, you should read this book, Mike. I'm telling you, this book changed my life, and it's called Atomic Habits. And he really goes in and starts talking about like how, how habits are small decisions you make and actions you perform every day. And they're the activities that you do without having to decide if you want to do them each time you trigger an action. When you wake up, what is the first thing that you do? Good question. <laughs>
1: right. do. I, I'm trying to think. I'm like, well, I wake up. Well, I don't up wake up. I just stumble and get to <laughs> <Yeah. where laughs> in the car. I'm, still, I'm awake when I, uh, after I have my first cup of coffee. But no, that's, uh, I think. Um, Look, I get up and I look for coffee. That's what I do.
0: Okay, so that's a habit. When you wake yeah. up, you're tired. You go get a coffee, you know. And and some people, if you got a bad habit, some people wake up and they smoke cigarettes. Some people wake up they brush their teeth. Some people wake up and they jump in the shower. But you don't have to make that a goal. It's on autopilot, right? Right. So habits are very important, and I think that's that's the those are again the activities that help you reach your goals so here are some examples of some positive habits and then i also want to provide some examples of some bad habits and we all know what those are right so positive habits are like working out journaling exercise reading reading your bible taking a shower um, brushing your teeth washing your hands cleaning meditating on god's word or mindfulness meditations then there's also the bad habits when we're talking about smoking drinking depending on how you can handle it not sleeping enough cussing biting your fingernails and engaging in negative self-talk right mm-hmm. negative self-talk can be a bad habit like could you catch yourself doing that sometimes on autopilot where it's like it doesn't even have to be something impacting you and all of a sudden oh man i can't believe i didn't do this oh, i can't stand this person and then all these thoughts just kind of start start invading your mind yeah my uh my wife confronted me yesterday about talking to myself
1: negatively you know she she obviously with what happened and stuff and she saw me and uh, you know what the things i was saying and to about myself you know she's like hey hey you you can't be saying that to yourself you know and she she confronted me about that and uh which is crazy because uh i've the last week i kept running into uh these things where god was showing me how powerful words are yes right definitely. so that there was an experiment. Experiment. Uh, going on where they had these two plants, the same plants. One plant they would talk to positively, say positive words to them and then the other plant they would say negative things to. And then the, the third plant they just said um, you know just regular stuff, nothing nothing too positive, nothing too negative. We just had conversations with yeah. You. And so the, the, the plant that was being, that was being told negative things, it, it died. It, you know, it, it didn't last that long. The plant that they would say just normal, regular things to, it stood the same and didn't grow. But the plant that they said positive things to, it outgrew the pot that was in. And then there was another one where they were talking to um, uh, ice when ice is freezing. And, and the, your, the way you, the positive things you say and the negative things you say to ice... It creates these little things uh, they look like snowflakes mm-hmm. inside the ice and they when you say positive things they are these beautiful pieces of artwork and then when you say negative things to them they just look so destructive and so negative it's crazy how, how powerful your words are and if you say that stuff to yourself imagine what it does to you
0: right yeah and that's
1: what my wife kind of stopped that from happening yesterday
0: and and it goes on autopilot sometimes and that's the thing and it's because it's it becomes a habit and you got to pay attention to that right yeah. like some of the things that we do and once they become a habit they're ingrained in us mm-hmm. and we have to work hard to either establish one or break one right another area before i start talking about a couple of other things about habits is Um, James Clear in this book, Atomic Habits, he also says to focus on the who you want to become through establishing habits and goals. And these are identity-based habits. And another thing that he says is every action is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. So all your habits, the way you talk, everything you do is like a vote for the type of person you want to be. And I find that amazing. So it's like everything that I do. Matter of fact, when when you're trying to establish these goals and habits... I want you to focus on the who, and then everything else comes into place. So think of it when it comes to reading. It's I definitely this is an area that I need to work on, and I'm trying to build that habit. But if I was to say, you know what, I want to read two books this month, but I haven't established the habit of reading, I might just one day say, oh, I just want to read this, and and I read a couple pages, but. I'm inconsistent with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I, I just, you know, my goal is I want to be a reader. Instead, if I phrase it and say, I want to become someone who reads books, that is setting an identity-based habit, mm. right? I'm focusing on the who. And and the way that I can uh, accomplish that is maybe by reading a page a day. Instead of trying to focus on how many books I'm reading, you know what? I'm just trying to become a reader, it's not the amount of books. It's, it's the who of the process. I want to become somebody who reads. I want yeah, to become somebody who works out. I'm not, it's not just a goal. It's a lifestyle. I want to I be somebody who works out often, who, who just works out and who is active. So therefore, just doing anything that helps me hit that target. It could be I'm walking. I, I could be cleaning the house. Right. I want to be somebody who is active. Going to the gym, working out. So it's um, it's becoming the who that's part of me, and that's the thing that we need to consider. So every habit you have, good or bad, follows the same three patterns. And this is another um, this is another thing that I took from the Atomic Habits by James Clear, and he provides insight on how to start new habits that actually work by focusing on the three R's of habit change. By stating, every habit you have, good or bad, follows the same three patterns. You got the reminder, and that's the trigger that initiates the behavior. And this is the routine, the behavior itself, the action you take. And then there's the reward, the benefit you gain from doing the behavior. So again, it is reminder, routine, and reward. And this helpful framework can make it easier for you to stick to new habits so that way you can improve your health, your work, and your life in general. And when you're trying to build new habits, you got to create those. Like, what's the reminder? It could be setting something on your phone. It could be the way you, you maybe if it's, I'm trying to watch less TV, hitting the remote somewhere else where it makes it difficult to get there, right? And then the routine, right? You got to change routine. So if your typical routine is, I come home, I'm tired, I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch TV. Well, make it harder to do that. Interrupt that routine. And then have a different type of reward for doing that. Let's talk about the three R's and some questions you can ask yourself. So the reminder, what are some of the triggers that initiate the positive and or negative habits in your life? Routine. Think about the behaviors that you take that take place when the habit triggers or takes place, and the reward. Is the habit rewarding or is it damaging to you? How does this habit serve you, and what you gain by doing it? We also want to consider as you start thinking about the habits for the new year you will be implementing. How will you replace bad habits with good ones? All right, With that being said, we'll be back with our final segment. Welcome back from the break. I just wanted to give you a quick heads up. We had ran into some technical difficulties and we lost the last segment of the podcast that Mike and I recorded. So I'm re-recording it, but unfortunately I'm going solo because Mike was unable to be here. So let's just dive right in. We got to work through it. Life happens and we just got to keep moving forward. So in the final segment of this episode, we're going to talk about the tools we use and make some recommendations to help you get started. Our recommendations will include paid products and free media that are worth checking out to see if they're worth your hard-earned cash. I'm going to dive into a few of these key categories, um, and then I'm going to talk about some of the recommendations I would make. And in the first category, it's on reading. So we're going to recommend some books. And these books are from different, uh, different categories, I would say, different topics. Not everything in this list is going to be Christian-based, but they are worth checking out because we're talking about goals and habits in this podcast. To set up the first book, I'm going to recommend I'm going to read some scripture, and I'm going to start with Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. So my number one recommendation is the Bible, right? Bibles are free. You can get them from the church if you don't have one. They come in different versions. The main point here is just get one and start reading it. We cannot just depend on our churches and our pastors to spoon feed us the word of God. We have to start taking accountability for our walk with Jesus and start learning the Word on our own. There are so many tools out there to help you dive into understanding the Bible. And and there's so many Bible plans out there that you can just pick one, open up the Word of God, and start reading right away. Another suggestion is going to be a digital reading, and that's going to be the Bible app. And the Bible app, what makes it so awesome is that you you, you can read it anywhere your laptop, your phone, your tablets. It's it's on all platforms from Apple, Google, Amazon App Store. You can find it anywhere. And what I love about it is that you get free access to all of the biblical translations. There are these Bible plans in there. And these Bible plans range from so many different topics. You can name a topic and there's a Bible plan in there. And, and, And some of them range from like a full year to just like three to five days so just pick one in an area that you want to learn more about or maybe there's an area that you're struggling with there's a bible plan for that in the bible lab it also has a social network built into it so you can share your readings with friends so there's some accountability features that are built into there And what I definitely love about it is that you have the ability to save and label scriptures and keep notes and prayers. So there's a whole wealth of content available to you that is on your phone that you can take with you anywhere, okay? So you have the physical Bible, and then you've got digital apps, but both are worthy recommendations. Another one is the Brand Sunday Bible Study. Um, Several people we know have highly recommended the Bible study tool um, from Brand Sunday that covers both the Old and New Testament. It comes in two books, Old and New Testament, and it's pretty easy to read. has simple recaps with imagery throughout the books. Um, And yeah, I bought my wife uh, that set for Christmas, and I've been looking through it. And I am about to start my journey reading that one as well to complement the daily audio Bible study that we're doing. Another book is called Your Best Year Ever. And this is by author Michael Hyatt, and it's a five-step plan for achieving your most important goals. This is something I recommend you read uh, at the beginning of the year, every year as a matter of fact. I've read it twice, and I highly recommend it because it really sets your mindset up for setting and achieving goals and, and walks you through that process. The next one I'm going to recommend is Atomic Habits by James Clear. I've made several references to both of these books throughout the podcast. This book I would consider to be the Bible on building better habits. And this is in my top five favorite reads of all time. It has really helped me understand my behaviors. In return, it's helped me change my habits and and learn about what it takes to implement habits. So... In the reading category, these are some books that I recommend. Um, And if you got some, we'd love to hear it from you in the comments, right? So just let us know. The next category I want to talk about are journals and planners. I think having a journal and a planner, whether that is analog or digital, is worth trying out if you're not doing it already and the first one I'm going to recommend is more of a planner and it is the Full Focus Planner by Michael Hyatt. This is a quarterly planner and goal setting notebook that helps you get clear on your goals, take back your schedule, and prioritize what's important to you. And it's broken down into the following sections. You have your annual goals. You have a goal and habit tracker um, pages. You have about 10 of them in there so that way you can set both achievement goals and habit goals and you can track that throughout your progress it has a 90-day calendar and then it's got your daily pages followed by weekly reviews now i'll tell you this the weekly review has been the most powerful implementation into my daily routines or my weekly weekly routines that i've ever used this has given me so much insight into how i'm spending my time the goals i'm setting the habits i'm implementing it's helping me get clear on my life. And I, I'm, I'm going to talk about some ways to review some of these, uh, to review your goals and habits at the end of this, and then we'll close it out. Okay. There's also the bullet journal, which is a system. So basically you can buy any, any notebook, um, whether it's a $5 notebook from Walmart or to these expensive planners that you can find on Amazon and online. It's a system. And the system is based um, upon like having a index, uh, an annual like calendar type deal, daily pages, and then collections and monthly tasks. So it's a whole system of planning that you can use, but it helps you organize your life, and it can also help you organize your studies. your your studies of the daily scripture so that's one that i recommend now if you're looking for like a journal slash planner that is more focused on uh, helping you build a relationship with god there's one that i have personally have not tried but it's called the daily carol's journal it's got a lot of reviews online a good people speak highly of this one and according to its description it says the daily carol's journal was designed to ease you into the daily verses and simple prompts you can use to start your day off strong and continue it the same way by helping you document your walk with God. Look for reoccurring themes in what he says to you and reflect on the dialogue over time. So that's something that I'll probably uh, purchase down sometime in the future and then try it out for everybody. So journals and planners, highly recommend. It's, it's, I think it's more of a lifestyle implementation and habits of just starting the day off, whether it's early in the morning or it's finishing your day. Recording your day, recording your thoughts, and then doing some type of review on them. Uh, the next two recommendations are medias. These are free, and these are things that you can follow and and listen to anytime you want. And we're going to start out with some podcasts. And of course, you know, uh, we highly recommend Kingdom Misfits podcasts, and you're listening to that now. So thank you for being with us. These other podcasts that I'm going to recommend, they fall. They, they, they go across different uh, areas, life areas. And the first one I want to start with is Mind Pump. This one is a fitness and uh, fitness podcast, a health and fitness podcast, and it's hosted by three guys, Sal, Adam, and Justin. Uh, I've been listening to this one for like four years, and these guys have helped me understand what it means to be fit and helped me learn some and gave me the tools and understanding and knowledge on how to build strength. Through resistance training. That is something that you're interested in. Um, it is a life area, health and fitness, right? That's something that you need to pay attention to. I highly recommend you check these guys out. Along the same line of health and fitness, I'm going to recommend the Model Health Show, which is another podcast I've been listening to for a long time. And this is by Sean Stevenson. I have learned so much about overall health just by listening to him, and and he brings the knowledge. Some awesome guests, doctors, experts in their fields, uh, and and just introduces you to so many health concepts and so many ways to to just get your body well. So this podcast is is definitely in the top five. Another one is Quick Brain. Um, you got Brain Coach Jim Quick. This guy, I mean, basically, the only way to put it is he teaches you how to get smart, how to read faster, how to access the, <laughs> how to access your brain. So I highly recommend this guy as well. And then there's some faith-based podcasts that I want to recommend, which are Crossway Podcasts, Remnant Radio, and Wretched Radio. All of them, uh, you got some amazing teachers on on these podcasts. And if you want to take a little deeper dive into just learning about God and different uh, Christian and faith topics. Check out those podcasts. Now, here's the thing with podcasts. Um, you know, I didn't have a lot of mentors growing up, and I didn't have a lot of friends who were who were focusing on these areas like health and fitness, finances, um, doing better in life, building good habits. So. I didn't know where to go. And then when Apple came out with like the iPhone 4 or something, you know, they had podcasts on there. So I started listening to these podcasts and I started learning how to change my life because I'm listening to all these subject matter experts and they were teaching me and I devoured them. One of my favorite motivational speakers, of course, he's old school, Zig Ziglar, he used to talk about this thing called Automobile University. And on my way to work, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm just devouring podcasts. I'm just doing all the learning I can. It's helping me set my intentions for the day when, I, when, I'm go, when I'm going to work and when I'm coming home. I'll even listen to podcasts when I'm doing chores and things around the house because I value that. Um, it, it's, it's it's learning, it's free education, and I want you to take advantage of that, it's it, it's so worth it to listen to the stuff, and just keep learning, a couple YouTube channels that I want to suggest, um, one of them is the Bible Project, the Bible Project is really educational, I mean, they go through every book in the Bible, and they create these visual maps in there, and it just outline everything in, in the they I learned the history, the people, the context for all books in the Bible. I learned so much from them. Ruslan KD, this guy, if you if you're in a cultural uh you know, you wanna kinda see cultural uh conversations from a biblical perspective, I think Ruslan does a very good job of this. And then you've got Tom Bile with Impact Theory. He brings on all these guests that are in the field of just I don't know, whether it's productivity, goal setting, becoming the best version of yourself. So he has a lot of awesome guests on there. Check him out. And another one, if you just want to tune out everything and have something going on in the background and just that just feeds your spirit, listen or subscribe to the Lion of Judah. I love this channel. I mean, it's like short bites, 10 to 15 minute videos where they talk about spiritual things. And that is important. And now I want to transition into something to tie everything together. It it is important to set goals, but just equally important, it is to review your goals and have some type of review process. So I'm going to make some recommendations in this area to to help you get started on paying attention to your goals and reviewing things, right? So one, Set your annual goals every year and limit it to about 10. I know there's a lot of stuff that we want to do, but if you have this big, long list, it's hard to prioritize. So we would say start with up to 10, maybe narrow it down to three and, and just start there, right? And it's true. When it comes to my process, I, I believe in the power of three, right? I set three main goals for the year and then dives into this next this next tip, which is set your three important goals for the quarter. So you got your annual and then you got your quarter, your 90-day goals. And then from there, you set it down to your big three weekly goals. And then bring it back and look at your big three daily goals. So everything in the power of three, right? Um, just to make it simple. That way, you're just getting an overview of everything that's going on within a 12-month period. And again, I'm a big fan of the, the weekly review. Because at the at the end of the week, I sit down every, whether it's Sunday or Monday, I'll sit down and I'll just look at my daily pages and my previous weekly goals and I'll just start writing. And you're looking at like, what are my accomplishments for the week? What was my happiest moment of the week? What were some of the lessons that I learned from the week? How much progress did I make on my weekly big three goals that I set? Then you get down into talking about or reviewing what worked this week and what didn't. And then finally, I I go in and I look at, well, what am I going to stop or start doing next week and so you got this consistent review process that that serves every day every week every month every quarter and every year and then at the end of the year I do an annual review I, I take some time I go either to a coffee shop I might go to the library or go go somewhere and grab something to eat and I'll sit down and I have these these prompts these questions that i'll go through and i'll just review my entire year but since i have the installed the habit of doing annual quarterly weekly and daily big threes i have my data i've got all this data and i can look at it and evaluate how i am growing this year because the last thing that i want to do is be stagnant and what i do want to do is continue to grow and we all know that when you follow god um it's usually it's it's not all sunshine and rainbows you know you're outside of your comfort zone you're forced to evaluate yourself and look in the mirror and and make some changes and god is always calling us to keep growing to keep changing to keep dealing with our inner demons and fighting so Having these in place help you evaluate that. Because Remember, the heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. And I want to take that a step further and say that a goal with a plan beats out a New Year's resolution every day of the year. So we've got to start planning. We've got to start taking control of our lives and getting back in the driver's seat. So there you have it. Uh, our first episode of the year, we wanted to talk about goals and habits because these are important. Like if your goal is to start uh, is, to, is to follow Jesus and start learning how to read God's word, you got to set a plan for that. You know, adopt a plan, whether that's the Daily Audio Bible or, or another book. It doesn't matter. There's so many plans out there. You can use the Bible app. There's so many different ways for you to explore and learn God's word, but you have to have a plan for that. And not only that, have a plan, but you gotta put in these daily habits that help you execute and and dive into scripture and start learning. And then you gotta have a review process because you know, studying the Bible, what I've come to learn since following Jesus, this is not just something I can do in a year. This is a lifelong commitment. And there's so many things when you go back to, it, it has new meaning. Every book has new meaning. And you get to sit there and, and with the divine mentors of the Bible and and spend time with them and grow. Basically, that comes down to developing habits and setting goals to spend time with these people in these books. Um, so there you have it. I hope that you all are, are enjoying your new year. And I, and I can't wait to see you grow. This is something that we're going to do together. And thank you so much for spending time with us. I'm David. And my partner Mike, we're the Kingdom Misfits, and we'll see you on the next podcast.